G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Flight for Success podcast. I'm joined today by Ante. Ante, join, uh, welcome, welcome to the show, mate. Thanks, mate, for having me. All right. So, mate, uh, thanks for jumping on. Who, just um, quick 30 seconds for the audience. Um, who's, who's Ante? So, my name's Ante Stryker, and I'm the founder of Primal Move, which is a holistic wellness facility, a vision that I designed, and I created Primal Sales which is a very alternative approach to selling that has to do with authenticity and uh, bridging some science and spirituality into sales. I love that. Mate, can, can, you, can you elaborate a little bit more about like how it's, um, you, know, you, you bring that primal aspect into your sales process? Yeah, so what, I, what I've really learned is that following your instincts and your gut is a really great way to make sales, but it's never taught. No one's ever broken it down and said like, hey, how do you listen to it? And so for three years, I built um, millions of dollars in Australia for a smoke alarm company. And many times uh, the other staff members would have a call cycle that they would follow. And the way that I worked was I'd be working and then all of a sudden I'd get an intuitive insight. I need to go to this location. I'd get in the car, drive to the place that I thought I needed to go. And then it wasn't that customer. It was the one two doors down that was like, I'm ready to change over right now. And so then I learned to refine that and then bridge that into having a structure in sales. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's, that's really interesting. Um, so so maybe what, what got you into this? How, how did you um, come up with this concept or um, yeah, how did you move from the smoke alarms business to your own, um, your own uh, sales coaching business? So I have to wind it back probably about five years. I used to be a holistic health coach and exercise kinesiologist. Okay. And what that means is I would look at someone's body and their health, mind, body, spirit, their nutrition, their sleep, their hormones, their stresses, um, their endocrine system, their posture. And then I would have to work out what's the real root cause of what's going on that's causing them pain. You know, typically people came to see me that the medical system could no longer help. Mm. It would be like, I've got severe back pain. I'm on antidepressants for the last 10 years. And the neurosurgeon looks at the x-rays and says, there's nothing wrong with me, but I, I can't sit down. Mm. And then it was my role to work out what's going on. And so this really planted the seed of like looking at the root cause of things. And so I did this for about five years. And after five years of doing this, and I had an organic food business as well, I had enough. And I stopped in the industry completely. And then what happened was I had this dream of wanting to build these holistic wellness centers. And I was like, how can I do this? And what I realized was I was really good at my job, but I didn't have uh, the experience in sales that was needed. So I researched these billionaires and they had all done cold door-to-door sales. Mm. And so I said to myself, if I'm going to learn how to sell this vision to investors, I need to learn sales. So I took a sales job and then for three years, learned the skills of sales, what worked, what didn't work, what was really manipulative and people just see through the bullshit these days because they don't trust people and how a more authentic approach really did work. Yeah. And so I then started crafting my own approach to this and then using that methodology to pitch the ACT government, pitch a huge property developer in Australia, billion dollar company, my vision, and at the same time, teach people how they can use these frameworks of sales in a holistic way to go and really crush it. Like I, I got, I, 
got great results with this approach. And so I wanted to share that with people because it helps them, one, create more impact and more income, but also they can develop themselves as, as a person a lot faster. Yeah. So it's obviously, um, you know, there's a benefit that if you put this into motion, it will help you with sales. But what, what's um, some of the um, outcomes you've had for clients or yourself even, um, just purely from like a relationship building perspective and um, how it's helped them in real life outside of what they do for a living? So I think sales is like you're selling all the time, whether you know it or not, yeah. when you're, you know, arguing with your wife or your husband about like <laughs> who's doing the dishes, having the ability to persuade and sell and understand and cre- create connection is really, really helpful. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of one guy who did my sales course. His name's Liam is, is early twenties um, landscaper and um, really nice guy, but didn't know how to really grow his business. And I said, Liam, all you need to do is one thing and this will blow up your business. And he was like, what's that? I said, when you go do someone's landscaping, knock on the door of either house of either side and just say, hi, I'm Liam. I'm doing the landscaping for your neighbor. Do you need landscaping services? Mm. And he doubled his business in nine weeks. Oh, geez, really? And something so small, like, hey, knock on the door and have a conversation with someone. Don't have to be like, sleazy car salesman hey i'm just a guy next door doing this work do you need work it's so simple yeah and also if they look over and see you know he obviously knows what he's doing they might think of him later when they do need landscape and give him a call that's a that's a really smart smart thing so um so when when did you start this business and um what's uh yeah what's what's driving you to keep going at the moment so I started uh, the consultancy with sales probably about two years ago. And then I developed a nine-week course that um, the title was Authentic is the New Sleazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let me describe. Sales has typically been really sleazy. Yeah. Certain industries especially. Yeah. Definitely. And so the new version of sales is to be authentic. So authentic is the new sleazy. Yeah. Um, and then the business to do with the holistic wellness facilities um, what drives me in that is um, I really want to make a change in the world. Mm. And I know these centers, when I partner with government and these large property development companies, that this will have like a cross-generational influence. So if I can have the parents learn how to eat, move and be healthy, um, this then impacts their children that they raise. Mm. And those children will make different choices in life that are really like life affirmative and that support the environment. So they're supporting their own health, but also the planet's health. Mm. So that's the real mission regarding Primal Move and the holistic wellness facilities. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And um, so if, if you could change, I guess, one thing about sales, because obviously it does have that kind of sleazy aspect if you're doing it the wrong way or you're doing it the old way. Cause I think sales has changed a lot over the last say 40 years. If you go back to like 1980s, that whole kind of, I don't know if it's, it's sleazy, but getting on the phone, trying to pretend like you're every single person's best friend. Oh, auntie, like how you doing? Everything. It, it just, it doesn't work anymore. Um, if you've already built that rapport and you built that relationship, that's one thing. But if you're just cold calling people and trying to pretend to be everyone's friend or, you know, when I get probably three phone calls a day where I'll answer the phone, it'll be completely silent. And then all of a sudden someone from overseas is like, hello, Mr. Shaw. Hey, how's the weather in Brisbane today? Like 
Um, it's just that, that you see through that kind of sales aspect these days. Um, 100%. Yeah. So what, if you could change one thing about um, the sales industry or just sales in general, what would that one thing be? Can I, can I do two things? There's two things that come to mind. More than, yeah, more than America. <laughs> They're equally important. So number one, focus on being of service. Focus on being of service to your customer. And then in the back end, you'll be looked after. Yeah. And I was teaching um, a staff member of mine this lesson where I walked into a place and they were like, we've already got someone and we've got a good relationship. And I said, perfect. They're looking after you. Stay with them. If it doesn't work out ever, please give me a call. And I was sincerely happy. Yeah. Rather than typically people will leave going like, oh, you know, they'll talk shit about them when they walk out. Mm. And so the first thing is to be of service. And yeah. service doesn't necessarily mean you always get the deal, but it does mean that you're a good person and people will do business with good people. Yeah, love that. Number two, sales, I realized, was a mirror of my own development. What do I mean by this? I mean that if I ever had rejections from my customers, all I had to do was look at it as a mirror of my own psyche and development and where it was. So, for example, I had a customer back in the day who procrastinated um, pulling the trigger to work with me. And so after like a couple of weeks of following up, I was like, what is this about me that needs to change? And I had to look in my own life and go, where am I procrastinating? And so I wasn't showing up in certain aspects of my life. And when I flipped the mirror and changed those things, then that customer didn't buy, but I got someone who wasn't on my radar at all and came and bought from me. And so what I realized was sales was a mirror. It's life's a mirror and sales is just a way to like have the mirror really in your face. And so the more you see the mirror, the more you change, the more you grow, the better your life is. Love that. So I mean, you've obviously got a real passion for sales and obviously you do need to sell as part of your business. If you get to um, the next stage where you're probably going to be bringing on more of a team in your business, how, do you, how hard do you think it's going to be to have salespeople who are, just as passionate and everything else um, to work work for you. Do you think that see that as an issue or do you think you'll be able to educate them to follow kind of your footsteps? This is a great question. I, I experienced this in, in the role where I worked with the smoke alarm company because I, I built a sales team. And what I realized was find the personality. Yeah. Don't go for the person with experience because like we hired a guy who was a technician and he had no sales experience, but he was so likable. He was this country guy that was a bit rough around the edges and he would walk in and people would give him the time of day, which is half the battle. Yeah. Versus we hired salespeople who were too slick in a way mm. and they thought they knew everything or they had developed bad habits and didn't want to change because their identity had been built upon, like I'm good at something. And so to not be good at something, it was too difficult for them to realize that like you needed to adapt into a different approach. Mm -hmm. And so my approach when building any type of team is pick the personality of the person and you can just teach them the skills. And usually they work it out themselves, what yeah. works well for them. That's true. Yeah, I think back because I've been working in kind of sales roles for probably the last five years. 
um, my last role or last couple of roles where I was working for large organizations, um, you get a broad range of people with different levels of sales experience. And sometimes the people that are brand new to sales actually are some of the best people to work with. Um, some of the most successful people that we worked with were people that worked in call centers um, just because they're used yep. to being on the phone constantly and they're used to trying to build relationships over the phone. And then you get them into a phone-based sales role and they just flourish. They already know the product so well. They know how to deal with the customers. They know, they know the answers to all the questions that the, um, the consumer actually wants to ask. So they get on the phones getting all nervous, thinking, I'm not sure how to do sales, and then realize that they're so much more qualified than half the sales team. So <laughs> They've already done the hardest thing. And yeah. so then everything after that is a, is a lot easier. That's right. Mate, I wanted to ask you also about um, something else because um, how we've obviously first met was, um, we'll, um, we, I think we were introduced by Jason, but one of the things we spoke about in our, in our first conversation was the, the book of, um, with Will Smith. And the, obviously there's the, the incident that happened with Will Smith, a little bit of, a bit of craziness, but you put up a post that day about, um, which was, I thought was really interesting, your perspective on the way that will handle that situation. Are you able to share kind of what you were, what you were um, referring to in that post? I've got to what I, what I said, but I'm pretty sure it was along the lines of like, we're all judging him based off what we think, not knowing the backstory of his life, which was he grew up seeing abuse. Mm. And so for him standing up uh, for what he thought was right, mm. was him standing up to his father, who he saw abuse his mother. Mm. And so while I don't agree with his approach yeah. of using physical violence, I can create understanding and compassion for him that like he just thought he was doing the right thing based off the life experiences that he had. Yeah. And afterwards he realized it wasn't the right thing, but rather than poke the finger and judge him, why not have compassion for him? Because you know the old saying, when you point your finger at someone, there's three looking back at you. Yeah. And I think that's really important in life in general is that we don't necessarily have to agree with people, but if we can, can try and uh, come to some awareness of understanding of why would someone do this? And when you read his book, you understand that like, he saw so much physical abuse that he was like, I'm never going to have any physical abuse in my life. And Jade obviously represents to some degree his wife, but also a mother figure mm. that this is him standing up for his, what was, I think in the book he spoke about him being like a wimp or not, he wasn't courageous enough. Yeah, That's what it was. He wasn't courageous enough to stand up. And this was probably like the first time in his life he stood up for what he believed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've, I've always um, I've enjoyed your posts because you do have a very interesting perspective on um, the way people think and um, a good perspective on certain things that are happening around the world. Um, so, but that post in particular, I remember reading it thinking that was a really interesting, um, you know, um, thought on on the event that occurred. Um, I still got to read. I still got to finish reading the book because I. I, I keep starting books and then I, I, I start another book and then I've got like so many books that I've partially read, but um, I will finish it and I'll, I'll ship it back to you. <laughs> There's one I'm reading at the moment that's really good called Zero to 100 Million. Okay. What's that? Really basically how to get to $100 million. Um, okay. 
in a very short period of time. And um, his name's Alex. I can't remember his surname, but um, God, he, he really provides some excellent insights and content and really just um, practical, down-to-earth. Like, you know, sometimes um, the more you understand a topic, the simpler you can, like, describe it. Mm. He's like that. He just, he gets it. He describes it so simple that it's so easy to follow. So what was it zero to a hundred million? Yeah. Okay. I'll, Alex, um, I'll see what his surname is. And mate, what, with your like kind of primal move um, sales approach, um, did you, did you come up with this concept yourself or was there other sales coaches that you kind of um, took parts from or how, how did you come up with this problem? Um, really it was, it was a lot of myself, um, and then having Jason's influence regarding some of the psychological components of, of, um, things that I needed to change inside of me. But a lot of it was like, I didn't like the way I was being taught to sell originally. I really found it manipulative and, um, distrustful. And so I was just like, I'm just going to be a really good person. And then. Uh, through through this like evolution of like realizing that there was things underneath the surface that comes back to like being a holistic health coach mm. that I could see what was really going on. And then it was just trial and error to try and find what was the key things moving underneath the surface that I needed to change. And so um, I basically did $9 million in revenue my first year for the smoke alarm company wow. and went from an industry I had nothing, I knew nothing about to being the highest in my company, probably Australia. And once I got that, that was a really, like it signified a lot of recognition that I was onto something regarding this approach. Mm. And so like um, my dad has a saying, show me the results. Like, yeah. Don't talk, show me the results. And so once I saw the results, I knew there was substance to this alternate approach. Yeah. So were they were they teaching you how they think you should sell, and then you were kind of doing that, but then trialing your own kind of approach, or how did it ha- how did it happen? Because obviously you work for a massive uh, smoke company; they're probably going to teach you their way of selling as well. So ironically, they hired me thinking that I had sales experience, and I really had none. Yeah. I had like obviously done sales for my own business. Um, but that's really different to door-to-door cold sales. Yeah. And um, previous to that role at the smoke alarm company, I worked for a gym and really at the gym, that's where I saw what I didn't like and what didn't work, which was like using subtle manipulation techniques, tone inflection, pointing at certain things that you want their subconscious to register. And when I took the sales role, I was basically thrown in the deep end and said, go do it. Mm. And my boss at the time, was smart enough to realize that like a one size fits all approach didn't work. And that giving me strict uh, call cycle did not serve me really well. I still needed a call cycle, but if I got an intuitive insight to like go here or turn there or walk into this person to trust and follow that, because I got so many sales from that. Mm -hmm. And then just from like, literally, I think sales is just be a good person and learn to communicate value in a way that's clear, concise, and shows a benefit to who you're talking to, and then just asking them, do you want to buy? And that's it. Yeah, that's true. So simple. Yeah. So, mate, 
Um, just on your um, your sales courses, just um, roughly, how how do they work? Um, you know, are they twelve month programs or is it a cons like consultation basis, or how does it all work? And um, how can people actually get in touch with you and find out a bit more about it? Yep. So it's a nine week course. It's online um, and involves uh, a weekly theme of content as well as a Q and A Zoom call. And so basically I take people through the framework and then answer any questions, questions they have. Um, if anyone's interested, they can reach out to me um, and we can book in a consultation call because it is by uh, invitation usually uh, only because I like to keep them pretty small and make sure that the, each, each person brings a certain specific flavor to make the group um, really strong because I really find that like you're a product of your environment yeah. And so you want to have the right people to support you and also for you to support them. Yeah. Okay. And do you have like any, um, like, uh, you know, good outcomes that you've had for some of your clients where that have gone through this nightwing program? Yeah. Um, so I think I was, I was telling you about um, the landscape um, yeah. guy. That's, yeah. That's so he, yeah, he doubled his business in nine weeks. I had another guy named Chris, um, Chris worked as a massage therapist. He still works as a massage therapist. And um, he basically quit his job and opened his own clinic. And he was three weeks booked out and had a, a booking list of 123 bookings before he opened. Wow. <laughs> so they're just a couple of the, uh, you know, the people who got results. There was another woman, Kayla. She, um, she had a cafe where she sold art. And... Yeah. Um, she really sold like one or two pieces of art a year of her own. And then through doing the sales course, she sold out nearly all of her walls and we doubled her price. Wow. So, so, so the approach is more um, in person then. It's not, not doing it over the phone then. Is, it, is that right? Nah, it's via Zoom. Via Zoom, via Zoom. okay. Yep. Via Zoom, yeah. So like the landscaper, obviously he did it face to face because he's knocking on the door next, um, like the neighbors either side. Is it? Is it? So is your the approach through this course is to teach you how to sell via Zoom? It's not so much person to person. Okay, I understand your question now. Um, it's both. Okay. So it can be like in person sales as well as like say you're selling your coaching services, mm -hmm. um, via Zoom. Like there's a woman who, um, wants to work with me and she works as a massage therapist but she wants to do um, some work online, selling her, her business online. So it's both really. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. Um, well, mate, thanks so much for jumping on. I'm re like, really excited to share this, um, this uh, episode with our audience. I think that people are going to get a lot out of it. Um, wh what's your website or um, how, how can people actually get in touch with you to learn a bit more about this program? Sure. So they can follow me on social media, um, on Facebook or Instagram. It's just Ante Striker, which is A for Apple, N for Nelly, T for Tom, E for Egg, and then Striker, S-T-R-I-K-A. Or you can check out my course online. It's antestriker.com slash sales. Yeah. Awesome. All right, well, I'll put, those, I'll put those links in the uh, show notes as well so people can click on those. And um, yeah, hopefully people will get in touch with you. Thanks a lot for Thank you, mate. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. See ya.